Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people who don't love cleaning and organizing. I'm also the author of two books, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, which is available in all sorts of formats wherever books are sold, and Decluttering at the Speed of Life, which will be released in February of next year and is now available for pre-order. Okay, so this is episode 148, and I'm calling it Keeping It This Way. Wait, let me say that better. Keeping It This Way. And in my brain, and in my notes, uh, there are quotation marks on the sides of that because there is um, some irony in that statement. Anyway, so we'll talk about that. Uh, but anyway, before we get started, let me introduce you to our sponsors for this week. That's right, we have two different sponsors. The first sponsor this week is a delicious one. Intelligent Blends sent us their in house coffee blends created for single serve coffee brewers. And these blends are delicious. I was a little bit concerned, honestly, because my husband is a bit of a coffee snob. Like if he can see the bottom of the cup through the coffee, he's, um, you know, not going to have good things to say. Um, But good news, you cannot see the bottom of the cup through this coffee. Uh, And it's also delicious. We love the French roast blend and the tall, dark and handsome blend. I did purposely get ones that are darker you know, for his sake, they do have lots of different options. Um, Intelligent Blends is unique because their coffee comes factory direct with free shipping, keeping the costs low. Um, And they are leading the way in sustainability with their recyclable single serve pods. Go to shopblends.com slash collections slash a slob comes clean or just click the link in the show notes for this episode. If you already have a single serve brewer and want to try a sample pack, the code a slob comes clean will take $1.99 off, which is equivalent to 50% off of a sample pack. A slob comes clean 10 will get you 10% off of any purchase, even on the purchase of a new brewer, if that's what you need. That's shopblends.com slash collections slash a slob comes clean. And back this week, we have ultimateweeklyplanner.com as an episode sponsor. I have loved seeing pictures of these planners from those of you who purchased them before Thanksgiving. These beautiful planners, and I say beautiful because it's not just my opinion. So my daughter has been using hers at school and it is helping her a lot. She mentions it pretty much every day when she gets in. Oh yeah, I wrote this in my planner. Anyway, Um, Her friend was leaving school with us yesterday and um, saw it and gasped and said, oh, this is so pretty. And she was lamenting the fact that um, her mom wanted to stick with the $3 planner from the school. That's not pretty at all. But anyway, um, these planners, one of the reasons that I love them uh, is they include a two-page layout for each month and two pages per week that in but here, here's what I love about it. Um, there on the month layout and on the week layouts, there is a to-do list to the side of it. Okay. What that allows me to do that helps me is I can brain dump on the to-do list, all of the things that I need to get done. And then put those things that I just wrote in that exact same place 
into the slots over on the month calendar or the weekly calendar. So that's what has really um, been helpful for me as I have been using it. It does start in November, so I've already used it and goes through all the way through um, next year, 2018. UltimateWeeklyPlanner.com is offering our listeners $5 off of their already super reasonable prices using the code SLOB, and they ship within the U.S. and Canada. Um, Go to UltimateWeeklyPlanner.com and use the code SLOB for $5 off of your order. Okay, so let's talk about, quote, keeping it that way, end quote. All right. A lot of you have done the 14 days to opening your front door to guests, um, which is an ebook that I have available at aslobcomesclean.com slash 14. It's also in two podcasts. I went through the whole process, which doesn't cost anything for you, um, in, I think it was probably three podcasts ago was when I started it. And it was two different episodes where I talk you through the 14 days to getting your home ready to have guests come over. And that is an urgent thing at this time of year when I'll just be honest, when I decorate my home for Christmas, I'm like, well, I kind of want to have people over because I don't, I'm not a major decorator any other time. And I kind of want to open my house to people, have them come through their front door. But that puts a special brand of panic in the hearts and minds of those of us who struggle with our homes being under control and keeping them under control and getting them under control. So um, this whole process of getting the house under control is, um, you know, like what I talked about there. But then there's this thing that kind of embodies what my whole entire problem was before I started my deslobification problem, my process <laughs> problem. Um, so this is what would happen. And this is how I kind of explain it a lot of times. I'm like, I could get my house ready for a party. Yes, it was a huge endeavor. Yes, it took every bit of time and energy I had available to make it happen. But I could do it. And then even after the party, I would look around my house and go, this is how I want my house to look. Like I have been completely focused on my home, making the rooms look the way that I want them to look. This is my ideal house. And I would look around and think this was in the, you know, years and years and years ago before I totally give up on this. Um, I would look around and go, I just need to keep it this way. If I could just keep it this way. Like that was this dream. But then the problem was I would wake up three days later, not that I slept for three days, but I would wake up three days later and go, oh, it's back to worse than it was before I started cleaning for the party. And I didn't understand what happened during those three days. I get it now. Okay. Like I get it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But from the angle of how do you make the most of all of that crazy work that you did getting ready for the party in the first place? Like, how is it that we can take that huge amount of work and actually have it be a momentum builder or kind of a head start, a jump start on truly keeping the house under control? Because that's that was the big problem. You know, in my book, How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind, 
one of the things I talk about, one of the first chapters is how my house is not a project and how I personally didn't know that I was viewing it that way. But a big part of my problem was that I was viewing my house as a project. I was looking at it as something that like so many other things in my life, I could throw myself into work like a crazy person and be done with. And that doesn't work. Like that just doesn't work in the house. But the whole getting ready for a party or getting ready for hosting people, you know, for the holidays, that is a project. Especially when your house has not been under control, you know, the way that it should have been. But that is a project. So how do I take that effort and time put into that project and make it actually have some sort of lasting effect. That's what we're talking about. Um, so this is what my husband and I would do. I can like, I can actually see it in my head so many different times. And we still say it as a joke in different times, but I would look around the house and I would go, I just need to keep it this way. After a party, I would say this. And we would both throw our heads back, like literally, because we were being hilarious, um, throw our heads back and just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Because it was just like, it doesn't work that way. It just did not work that way for me. So how, what was I doing wrong is what I'm talking about. Okay. Let me just tell you some of the observations that I have made between, or on what is the difference between my view of cleaning and parties and quote unquote, normal people's view of cleaning and parties. Uh, This is just a little thing just so you know that anybody who is not a slob, anybody who doesn't struggle with these things, I call normal. Whether they're the normal ones or we're the normal ones, whatever. That's just my little name that I've given to people who don't struggle in this way, who this isn't just this, what is the problem? Why can I not seem to do this? Those, those people. Okay. So here's an observation I've made. When normal people who don't struggle with, you know, their house becoming a total disaster on any random day or all random days, um, when they talk about cleaning and parties, my observation is that it seems to be that they're frustrated over cleaning up after a party. Like in their mind, that's the worst part of cleaning and parties. Like the relationship between parties and cleaning is the fact that they're going to have to do all the cleaning up. Okay. Um, my frustration was not cleaning up after a party. It was cleaning um, up for the party. Like that, that is the frustration that I would have. Like the whole after the party, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm done at that point. Like that's, that's how my brain, I'm like, no, it, the, the stress and the drama of cleaning and parties is the getting ready for the party. Like the whole cleaning up after the party didn't even enter my stress zone because I'm like, well, but nobody's going to be here after that point. So at that point, I'm just going to collapse from exhaustion, having gotten ready for the party and be done. And that right there 
is kind of the difference between the person who has their house under control on a regular basis and the person who doesn't. Okay. I was the one who didn't. And the other thing kind of along these same lines is I've noticed as I, as I talked about in a podcast, I think it was, I guess it was in September, the realities of hiring someone to regularly come and clean in your home, um, which I now do. I did not for the first seven years that I had this site um, and this whole desolvification process, but that's something I've been doing for a little over a year now, and I love it, although it's not what I always dreamed it was going to be, okay? It's very different. So go back and listen to that podcast um, if you're thinking, ugh, she is talking about cleaning and she has someone clean her house, and so she never has to clean. Here's the, you know, spoiler alert, I clean a whole lot more because I have somebody clean my house. Anyway, whatever, go listen to that podcast, but What's funny to me is the person who recommended this cleaner to me, um, she comes to her house on Mondays. She comes to my house on Thursdays. The only thing better than her coming on Thursdays would be her coming on Fridays. Because, and that's a different mindset. In my friend's mind, she loves having her come on Mondays because it helps her clean up after the weekend. So her family's been, you know, husband's off work, kids are out of school, life happens, things get crazy, out of the routine, and the cleaner coming on Monday helps her get back into the routine of a typically always under control house. My mindset is, okay, well, if she comes on Thursday or Friday, then maybe the house will still be nice for, um, you know, if we were to have something, have somebody come over on a Friday or Saturday, which, you know, things are, the chances of people coming over on Friday and Saturday are higher than they are, you know, during a weekday. So it's just this mindset difference in that. And that mindset is kind of important for me to understand because normal people whose homes are control under control are focused on the cleanup from the party. I was never focused on the cleanup from the party because plastic cups sitting around my house that somebody left in random places and on bookshelves and, um, you know, couch pillows that are wonky or whatever. Um, my house was still, even with those things sitting out and not being dealt with, my house was still like a thousand times better than it ever was before the party. Because I had cleaned out all our normal everyday random clutter was not sitting around. And so my house in my mind still looked amazing compared to its normal, what used to be normal before my deslopification process, that still looked great. And so it didn't occur to me that cleaning up after the party was such a big deal. So how do you actually get to the point where like, what do you do to maintain this cleaning for a party process? Okay. All right. Good news. It really is true. You have a huge head start. Bad news. It's the same thing I talk about all the time. It's doing the dishes. Okay. Um, the first thing to do is to pretend like you're normal and go against that instinct to just lay on the couch and go, Oh my goodness. Oh, that party's over and my house is clean. Go against that instinct and pretend like you're normal and clean up after the party. So get it back 
to what it was in the, in that hour before you opened the front door to your guests, like say, okay, I'm going to make up the difference between what it was like before the guests showed up. And now I'm going to throw away the trash. I'm going to re-straighten the pillows. Who who straightens pillows on their normal day? I know there's a lot of people who do. It's not something that ever occurs to me, like ever, unless people are about to ring the doorbell. But do that. Go ahead and get it back to what it was because that's not, I mean, that's basically nothing compared to the big cleanup before the party, right? If you're a kindred spirit of mine. Anyway, and then keep up with the daily. Do you remember in the two podcasts where I did the 14 days to opening your front door to guests? Um, that we cleaned the kitchen on day one, like did a, let's get everything clean. Let's get all the dishes clean, everything. And then part of every single day in the rest of the process was doing the dishes again while it was only a few. So if you used real dishes for your party or while people were over, whatever, the first thing to do is to get things back to that point. So the big amount of dishes, get those done so that you are, you know, back to having a clean slate and then do the dishes every day. I know, right? I mean, that's just not what was normal for me. And it's still something I have to talk myself through and tell myself, oh yeah, no, I, I got to do this because if I don't, you know, then it goes back to craziness. Do the dishes every day. Sweep the kitchen floor every day. Check your bathrooms for clutter every day. You got them nice and beautifully clean for your guests to come over, right? I mean, probably way better than they've been any other time when it was just your family. <laughs> but you know, you you made sure the bathrooms were really, really clean. So work on that daily habit of checking every single day for clutter. I am not telling you to re-clean the bathroom every day. That's not what it is. I'm saying walk in there, throw the trash away that's on the counter, straighten things up. Pick up the clothes that are on the floor and put them in the hamper every day. I'm not even saying to clean the bathroom. I'm just saying do that because then sometimes that naturally will lead you to doing a little extra cleaning or it will mean that when you do go in to clean the bathroom, you don't have to first declutter it. Okay. Um, And then do the five minute pickup. Y'all that five minute pickup is magic and it is the the key to maintaining. I mean, the absolute key to maintaining progress. So if you cleaned up from the party and then do these things, you know, keep your dishes done every single day so that dishes math doesn't come into play. Um, Dishes math being one day's worth of dishes takes 10 minutes. Two days worth of dishes takes an hour three days worth of dishes takes hours. Okay. Because it just does not add up the way it, you would think it would mathematically that's dishes math, but you know, working on these, maintaining these things and keeping that five minute pickup. It's amazing when you actually have a clean slate, the difference that five minutes will make. So keeping up with the daily is all of it, except that if you're anything like me, 
Um, and cleaning up for guests. Remember when we talked about that, we talked about focusing on the areas that your guests are actually going to see. We're not going to paint the master bedroom closet. We're, you know, that's, that's, you know, we're not going to sort the, um, odd socks that are in the basket in the laundry room or on the floor in the laundry room or whatever. That's not what we're doing when we're getting ready for guests. We're only focused on the things they're actually going to see. Um, so as far as maintaining and keeping up the progress that you made for that big, um, cleaning and getting ready for guests, you got to go and deal with those spaces that you didn't deal with because the guests weren't going to see it. Okay. Here's what I would do and still do when I need to. I would shove things in the master bedroom and lock the door. Okay. I do that so much more rarely than I used to, um, because I have decluttered, but if you shoved things into the trunk of your car or your garage or your um, laundry room or your master bedroom or your master closet or whatever, as you are, not before you are, but as you are doing that maintain, getting back to party, you know, level and then maintaining those other areas, then start focusing on decluttering in those spaces where you shoved things. Unfortunately, one of the main reasons why I would shove things in those spaces is because I had things that had no home. You know, the whole, a place for everything and everything in its place, which is the most annoying phrase ever, um, spoken by organized people to non-organized people. Um, things didn't, if things didn't have a place that I just automatically knew, I just shoved it in there. Okay. So going through those spaces, because the problem was what I would do before I had decluttered down to a point where I didn't have to, is I would stuff shift and I would stuff shift things from our general living areas into these big piles in the master bedroom. And then eventually things would just kind of bleed out back into the rest of the house and the whole house would go back to being crazy. Okay. So how, how do I keep that from happening? Well, I have to go intentionally declutter those spaces and asking my two decluttering questions will take you through those spaces to where you don't have to just randomly stuff shift them back into the house. Okay. Because the two decluttering questions are number one, if I was looking for this item, where would I look for it first? not should, but where would I actually go looking for it first if I needed it? And as long as the question, as long as your answer to the question is not in a pile in the master bedroom, um, wherever you would look for it first is the answer to the question, where should this item be? Okay. So like if everything needs a place, then the place where you would look for it first is that item's place. Okay. So you take it there right now and doing this, following the whole decluttering without making a big, bigger mess strategy, which is to take it there now and not to make keep boxes and not to make keep piles. Because if I make keep boxes and keep piles, 
I'm not actually making progress. Okay. But those things are already shoved out of the way. So you're probably enjoying your house as a whole, like your living areas and your kitchen and all the places that guests saw you're going, my house is looking so good these days. And then you walk into the master bedroom and you go, oh, (laughs) okay. That happens. So this is the way to keep that from happening, to keep your, the rest of your house maintained is to go ahead and follow that principle for decluttering without making a bigger mess, not just randomly setting things in random places, but instead taking it to its actual home, which is the place where you'd look for it one at a time. Or if you're headed that way anyway, look and see if there's anything else that goes to that same spot. So following those decluttering strategies, which will be, um, very detailed, um, instructively in decluttering at the speed of life, which releases February 27th of 2018. Um, anyway, as you do that, take those things where they go right now, and then you will only be making progress. You won't be have recluttering those areas that you worked so hard on, and you will be truly actually decluttering, making real progress, making it better in the areas where you shoved stuff. Okay. Um, but then we move to the second decluttering question. If you have that item in your hand, you go, where would I look for this first? And the answer is, I have no idea. Um, then you have to ask the second decluttering question, which is if I needed this, would it ever occur to me that I actually had it? Would you actually look for it? And if you wouldn't look for it, then there's no reason to have it. I know it's hard, but there isn't and stick it in the donate box. Okay. And that's something that's going to leave your house. So I know that's super oversimplifying, um, but I promise you it works. And then that means that every single item in those spaces where you shoved things is actually either now going to have a home in your house or it's going to be leaving your house, okay, in the donatable donate box. So that is, that's the key to maintaining progress is keep up with the daily habits keep the dishes under control because you had your dishes done, right? If you didn't and you had to go shove a big box full of dirty dishes in the garage, then that's one of those things that you work through. Oh, you've never done anything like that? Okay. Well, I'm glad you're here. Um, but a lot of us have done that. I've done it. Okay. Um, but you know, that's part of the things that you're working, you're maintaining, the progress that you had in the rooms that you had focused on, but you're then working through those areas. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, something else. If you have kids, one of the things I had to realize or that I did realize as we started making normal pickup part of our normal lives um, was that my kids didn't know what my vision of my house looked like, like my vision of what it should look like. They didn't know because we had normal, which was stuff everywhere, mess. And we had party house, which was the house looking really great. They didn't know that my ideal, what I actually wanted was, you know, much closer to party. They normal on a Wednesday was stuff everywhere. And so when I would ask them to 
pick up and clean up, they didn't understand what we were going for. Okay. And so it takes some time of that going from party ready and then doing daily five minute pickups and making the kids part of that. That is such an amazing family daily task. Okay. To focus on, but going ahead and making the daily five minute pickup will help them start to go. Oh, so this isn't just what our house is supposed to look like when we have a party, but our house can look like this on a pretty consistent basis. Huh? You know, I mean, I had to train them what normal on a Wednesday was supposed to look like so that when things got out of control, because I mean, come on, if you're a kindred spirit with me, it's going to happen. But they knew what it was that we were aiming to go back to. If you've ever had your kids, when you said, okay, let's get the house cleaned up, say, oh, who's coming over? You kind of know what I mean, right? Okay. Um, okay. I hope that that was helpful because I know a lot of us are in that particular um, phase right now where we did some, you know, extra work on the house. We got things kind of to that ideal um, for guests coming over. And then the goal is, okay, well, what what do we do now? How do I keep it up? Because if you're going to do all that work, you want to keep it up. And then that makes the frustration of it going straight back to being worse than it was before I started even worse. Okay. So that, that was such a huge frustration and this is how to keep that from happening. Okay. Um, wanted to remind you before we go, our two sponsors, um, we have shop blends that's S H O P B L E N D S shop blends.com slash collections slash a slob comes clean. That will be linked in the show notes for this podcast. If you would like to get the show notes for the podcast delivered straight to your email, go to um, a slob comes clean dot com slash podcasts with an S and you can sign up for a special newsletter that will get you that. And then you'll have those show notes just right there to get to. Um, our other sponsor is ultimate weekly planner.com and you can go there, use the cotton, Use the code SLOB for $5 off of your order. Okay, thanks for joining me, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.